0: But we'll continue. So. So. So if you notice. What I said. Protect your faith. And expectation. Because doubt was still your power. Not God's power. Because God. He's all powerful. But but, but according to these scriptures I've read. It says that you have power. You have authority. You have a future that you want to happen. But doubt is coming your way. Doubt is coming your way. And what is doubt trying to do? It's trying to steal your power, authority, and future that you want to happen. So you may have a, f- you, 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 your thing may be, you know, I want to remain pure till marriage. You know, but you're doubting and you don't think you have the power. You got to have faith for that. Faith for change. In other words, you got to say, no. I have faith that I can wait until marriage as a, as a man or as a woman and be pure until marriage. But doubt is coming. What is that doubt? If you notice, some doubts are connected to the past. Your doubt may be connected to people talking to you. That's why, that's why you need to stop playing games with people. Stop playing games with your future. Stop playing games with your power and authority. Stop playing games by allowing people in your ears. You know, I don't even waste, you know, myself, just personally, I don't even waste my time. When I see that someone is a threat to my faith, I protect it like I'm protecting a baby. I don't even want to sit there and listen to you. And I would do it in a very kind way. But, but 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 why? Because I understand that there's creative power in my belly. And I'm trying to bake a, 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 some bread here. And I don't want you putting no mold on my bread. Have you ever been there before? You got people who got dirty hands and they want to touch your food. Well, well, guess what? You try to bake you some spiritual bread. You try to have faith and and see some some things coming to pass in your life, but you letting people touch your spiritual bread, and their hands are dirty. You need to stop playing. So, so so our doubt may be connected to people. Some of us, your doubt is connected to what you've been through. Oh, it always been like this. Oh, I, oh, I'm always falling or I'm always not making it or I'm always, you know, my mom been like this, my dad been like this and now I'm like this and, and you have accepted it. No, it's time for you to protect your faith. And expectation I'm going to show you some examples of what faith and protecting it can do. We're going to go into uh, Mark chapter five verse 21 to 43, and I'm going to show you some examples of people who had faith. And they were in expectation. And this is what their faith did. One woman. Uh, actually. Uh, let me see. Okay. I'll read it here. Uh, Mark chapter 5 verse 21. It says. Now when Jesus had crossed over by a boat. To the other side. A great multitude gathered to him. And he was by the sea and behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and begged him earnestly saying, my little daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay hands, come and lay your hands on her and she will be healed and she will live. So Jesus went with him and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. That means pressed up against him. Verse 25, now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians and she had spent all that she had and was no better, but grew rather worse. So, so let me break it down. What's, what what, was taking place? We have this woman here, these two people, one named Jairus. His daughter is about to die. And this woman who needs a physical healing. She's been battling with this for 12 long, hard years. That's slavery. Right? So she's in, you know, she's, she feels like she's in a prison. And has suffered many things from many physicians. That means the doctors of her time made it worse for her. Matter of fact, she lost all her money because she spent all she had and she, ain't even, she didn't even get better, but grew worse. Have you ever been like that in your life or ever seen people like that in your life where it seems like the problem is getting worse and they're trying to do things on their own? They, they want to fix their financial situation on their own. They want to they fix their marriage, their relationships, their, their business on their own. And they're using all their own resources, but nothing is getting better. So, this is the condition that led people to Jesus. See, in order for you to really move in f- in faith and expectation, you got to be finished with yourself and what you want to do. So, or, or, you can't, you, or nobody else can help you. If you don't get to a place where you realize that you're not smart enough that no, you can't pick a mate. No, you can't pick a wife or a husband. You're not that. Sm- you're not small enough. You know, you're or you can't run a business. This woman thought she could take care of it on her own. She thought for 12 years, why did it take her so long? She thought for 12 years that she can do this. She know how to do it. She can just go to the doctor. That didn't work. I know how to do this. I can spend my money to get what I want. That didn't work. Matter of fact, it got worse. Have you ever been there? Where you did everything that you do in your life. Or you've seen people do whatever they want to do and it's not working for them. You got to get to a place where you realize that it's not working for you. So if it's not working for you, you got to practice a new law. What is that new law? The law of faith. All right. So let's move on. Verses uh, 27.
1: When she heard about Jesus... She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For he said, I'm sorry, for she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction.
0: Now notice a principle here. First off, according to verse 28, you can see her her dream. You can see the evidence of what she hoped for. You can see the things not seen that she was hoping for. It was first in her mind. Right? Catch this. In the spirit. This is what she said. This was her dream. This was Her goal, this was what she was having faith for. She saw in her mind, in her spirit, this is what she said. If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Let me say that again. This is what she said to herself in her spirit, in her mind, with her faith. If I can just touch his clothes, I will be healed. First off, I want to ask you a question. Who told her that Jesus can heal through through his clothes? Nobody told her that. (laughs) Nobody told this woman that Jesus heals through clothes. I can prove it to you. And if you skip over to verse, verse 23, the man whose daughter was about to die, he didn't say if my daughter could touch her clothes. He said, come lay hands on her that she may be healed and she will live. So that tells me that he expect Jesus to only move through laying hands. But this woman's faith went a little bit further. She said, no, Jesus, he's not going to lay hands on me at all. I'm going to lay hands on him. Yeah. And, 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 and she said, I'm not going to lay hands on, on him. But her him, when she met lay hands on him, she was talking about his clothes. Nobody told this woman that Jesus heals through clothes. That's one. Also... Uh, 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 um, it was a pattern that Jesus only healed through either his word or laying hands on the person. So she was like, I can't even touch him physically. I can't even touch his body. I'm going to just touch his clothes. And immediately the power of God healed us. Now, why is that so important? Because some of us, you're so used to get, you're so used to hearing That, oh, God go to do it. God has to do it. And God is saying, no, you is the one that's going to do it. You're the one that's going to bring the power of God in your life through faith where you can see the supernatural in your life. Whatever that area is that you're battling with, God is saying, the ball is in your court. Notice also what the woman did. She was, she pressed past the crowd so she can be able to touch you. First off, there was, there were probably thousands of people. How did she even get to touch them? So, you know what that means? She had to literally crawl her way to Jesus. Do you have that type of faith where you can literally crawl your way? That means the tenacity. You have such expectation. That you, not, you refuse to give up. You refuse to let people influence you. You live a life where you refuse to let just anything in your ears. Anybody in your circle. Anyone around your life. Why? Because you're in a place just like that woman where you're crawling because you're working on something. You're trying to touch Jesus. Now for time's sake, I'm going to get a little deeper into this. And Jesus... Immediately, knowing in himself that power had gone out from, of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? Notice what happened. Jesus knew power went out from him. Why? Why did our power go out from him? Notice it wasn't Jesus that initiated the power going out from him. <laughs> Check out the law of faith that's taking place. The woman's faith, because she practiced a law of faith in her life, even though God, even though Jesus was not thinking about power go out, going out from him, the law that she was practicing forced the power out from God.
1: Amen.
0: So that means some of us, you wait no God. God is saying, I need to. I created a situation so, so, to force you to crawl to me because I want to show you that the power, it, it, it wasn't it, the, it, I will, the power wasn't you waiting on God. God was waiting on you to, to draw the power out from Him. He was waiting for you to draw the power out from Him. Now, 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 I'm taking my time with this, but, but, Notice Jesus said. Uh, he turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched me? And he looked around to her to see her who had done this thing. But the woman fearing, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, fell down, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Have you ever been there? Where God has done something for you But you're ashamed Of what God has done for you See that's the pressure that she was feeling The people was watching her The disciples was watching her So, And sometimes you may feel like that See when God does things for you Or when you experience the power of God in your life You may experience jealousy You may experience different types of warfare And you'll be ashamed of what God has done for you. And that's what happened with this woman. Here it is. She was in fear, trembling. Because God did this amazing thing for her. She felt in her body something changed. See, see, and what I hear this even in the spirit. See, what God is about to do for you. When God dries up your issue in your life. You're going to feel what God did for you. It's going to literally shake your being, shake your core. <laughs> Some of us, see, 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 the change that God is going to bring in your spirit, the change that God is going to bring in your life, it's, it, you're going to look back and say, how did I even change? In other words, you're going to feel in your life, in your spirit, in your soul. Literally the thankfulness of God. Because he changed you. Now. Now. In verse 34 it says. And he said to her. Daughter your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. So Jesus said. He didn't say God made you well. He didn't say. Fasting made you well. He didn't say going to church made you well. No. He said your faith. Faith has made you well. Your faith. And he called her daughter. That means she belonged to God. So if you belong to God and you move in faith. God is saying it's your faith that's going to bring you the change that you're looking for. It's your faith. That's going to dry up your issue. Now verse 35. While he was still speaking soon. Some came, I'm sorry, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. Notice again what he says. He said, don't be afraid, only believe. But as soon as he heard... The word spoken. He immediately attacked it. That's how you got to be when it comes to your faith. When you hear a word in your mind. Trying to attack your faith. You got to not let that fear in. Don't let that doubt in. Believe. Because. And it also shows this important point. That as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, notice he attacked it immediately. Many of us, we hear these words in our minds. We hear these words from people we hear. We hear the message of a situation. and, And you don't understand that this word, this message you're receiving, it's coming to steal your power, your authority that you have from God. And if you don't protect it, if you don't protect your expectation and feed it, it will steal from you. Fear will come in. So, so verse 37 and he, uh, and we're going to go ahead and read verse 37 to the end.
1: And he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brothers of Jesus. Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and saw a tumult and those who wept and wailed loudly. When he came in, he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. But when he had put them all outside (laughs) he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him and entered where the child was lying then he took the child by the hand and said to her talitha kuma which is translated little girl i say to you arise Immediately the girl arose and walked and she was 12 years of age and they were overcome with great amazement. But he commanded them strictly that no one should know it and said that something should be given her to eat.
0: Now I want to highlight this and we're going to close here how. He put the rest of the people who did not believe out the room. Why? Because he was trying to protect the atmosphere of faith. It's very important for you to protect that atmosphere of faith around your life and the faith that you have. Why? Because notice with the girl, she was risen from her uh, from, from her bed. She was phys- she may have physically be dead, but. She was going to rise according to Jesus. That's why he says she's just sleeping. So the little girl got up and everybody was amazed. But look, everybody, they got amazed after, afterward. But Jesus and the the, the parents, they had faith where they can see that girl alive. Just like the woman with the issue of blood. They had in their spirit, in their minds, in their hearts. That, 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 what they're believing for, the power was within their faith and within them, and they seen the power of God. The woman with the issue of blood, she received the power from God. These parents, same thing, they seen the power released from God to their child. So, for you, so, so so for you personally, when it comes to your faith, you got to you got to protect it. And that means if you got to put, put the people out from around your life to do so, you need to do it. If you got to stop listening to certain things, stop going to certain places that would jeopardize your faith, you need to do it. Because if you don't, what's going to happen is you won't experience that miracle. You won't experience what the Bible talks about concerning the power. You won't experience what you're hoping for. You won't experience the evidence of things not seen. You won't experience faith because you don't protect it. So that's the, So I'm going to end right there. That's the message uh, today. I hope you are blessed